welcome to the Amanda Reed podcast. I am your host and teaching cheerleader, Amanda. I am a former teacher, Indiana-based, and now live in Savannah, Georgia, helping teachers start an online business who wish to gain time and financial freedom. Tune in every week as I chat about all things teacher-related, creating healthy habits while still teaching what to do if you are burnt out, and what and how to turn to when you are ready to walk away from the profession. My goal is to guide you to living your best life. Now, let's get into it. Hi, this episode was recorded right after the Thanksgiving season. So if you are in the US, and celebrate Thanksgiving. I hope you had the best time with all of your dear loved ones. I am very thankful for all of the listeners out there. Uh, If you are listening today and we have not yet connected via Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, or LinkedIn, please find me on one of those platforms and send me a message. I would love to hear where you are tuning in from. You can find me on those platforms using my name, Amanda Reed, and Amanda underscore Reed on Instagram. So today I'm going to share some insight and tips with you so that you can walk away from listening to this episode and apply these things right away. Before I get into the meat of today's episode, I want you to know that I learned all of these things the hard way, and I wish wish I would have applied these sooner into my teaching career, but was very lucky to have applied them the last two years before I officially left the classroom. Let's face it, health, wellness, nutrition, and sleep are all very integral to your career and having success. I mentioned before that I was practically living at school there for a while before I had my kids. I was really allowing teaching to take over and run my whole life. I would miss events and gatherings just so I could plan, clean, organize, you know, do all the things. After a while, this takes a toll on the body, the brain, and one's life. If this is you, stop and just let that sink in. It's okay to get emotional, but don't stay in that state of mind. Admit it and know that some things have to give. Once I realized this was happening and admitted to being okay with not being perfect all the time, my life was better. The stress from the everyday demands and job were still there, but my life was improving slowly because I was not living at the school like I once had. Um, This process can take some people longer than others to really make these changes and develop these habits that improve stress, anxiety, and overwhelm. That's okay. The most important part here is you recognize this is you, could be you. You admit to being okay with not allowing obsessive perfectionism to control your life, and you are willing to make these changes or letting some things go off of your plate. 
All right, it's time to talk how to survive a week in teaching or just life in general. These are all applicable to life too. So here we go. Number one, setting a morning and a nighttime routine. Sounds simple, right? What I had to do was establish a morning wake time and a consistent bedtime. I had to establish a routine that I could follow each morning and each time, night for bed. Um, it was really the way my days, like I survived my days. <laughs> um, and part of that morning routine involved exercise, which I'll talk about that a little later. But number two, if you have kids prepping all the things for them on weekends for the week ahead is critical. It doesn't matter if this means they're in preschool or if they're school-aged or if they're in high school. Um, anything that needs prepping for your kids, do that on the weekend. Um, that, for me, was cleaning out folders, checking events for the week, um, making sure there was not any homework or any homework that was unfinished, um, projects, school projects, whatever it is, all of those things I made sure to check um, over the weekend so that I wouldn't be scrambling each day or each morning or I guess <laughs> when the kids go to bed, whatever, you scramble at night, morning, um, whichever one. Um, number three, meal prep and cooking on the weekends. This right here just may have saved my life every week. And I mean, literally prep all veggies and fruits and sides. And I know right now you're thinking, oh my gosh, I'm going to like spend my weekend in the kitchen. And no, that's not usually the case. Yes, at first it takes a little bit of extra time for you to, you know, get the routine and hang of everything. But I promise you those one hour, two hours every weekend that you spend in the kitchen is going to pay off tremendously. Um, I would make two to three meals on the weekend um, and just double or triple the recipe so that I could have the meal for us to eat over the weekend and then I would have that meal um, that we could heat up for the week. So it was all ready, just had to heat it up. Uh, number four, Making a commitment to sleep when you say you will. So I make, made sure um, towards the end of my teaching career, and I still practice this habit, but I made sure to have in my mind what time I wanted to get to sleep by in the evening, and I would make sure I established a routine that would calm my mind, calm my body, um, so that I could um, sleep. And I'm going to preface here, I am not a doctor, obviously, I'm not a healthcare professional, um, but if you need help with sleep, get the help that you need with sleep. Um, sleep is such a huge part of having success and surviving your daily life. Um, not enough people prioritize this. And 
well, I'm not saying that you must sleep like 10 hour nights every night, but work your days to where you get a full seven to eight hours of sleep in as consistently as possible. Is that gonna happen every single night? No, um, but making it a priority and making sure you're as consistent as possible is really gonna help you um, survive a week of teaching. Trust me on that. Number five, build in exercise as part of your day. Um, morning is best in my opinion, and I'll tell you why. Um, but first, if you cannot build in exercise for yourself daily, commit to three days a week to start, um, and then build up as you know, you get that routine or habit down. Um, but uh, you know, a day or two a week could be as simple as taking a walk, 10 minute walk. Um, morning is best. So I said that, and here's why. Um, it gets your blood flowing for the day. It builds energy for the day ahead. Um, you truly feel accomplished and you're more willing to do or get more done in that given day. Uh, for me, before I had established exercise or really made it a habit in my life, I would do it sporadically, um, and then I would do it, you know, at all different times of day. And I realized that some people are not able to work out in the morning or exercise in the morning as part of your morning routine, um, and that's okay. Uh, but if you're able to, um, it's a really, really refreshing and great way to start your morning. Um, number six, take a good look at what you're consuming. This is eating, drinking, putting on your body, in your body, all the things. Um, all the things that you are consuming play a cl critical role in how you feel, um, which that then leads to mood and other factors. So all of those pieces matter. And I'm not saying like get obsessive and track every little thing. Um, you could, and it would definitely open your eyes. Um, but once I really started looking at what I was consuming and I started connecting the dots of what I was consuming to how it made me feel, um, I could definitely feel my body change and feel different. So those toxins and empty calories, it, it definitely affects how the body feels and how the body moves, which as teachers, you know, we're on our feet all day long, every day. Um, so what you are consuming is definitely going to affect how you can survive a day in a week of teaching. Number seven, plan ahead as much as possible. Um, and I'm talking like curriculum mapping, um, subject area planning, prepping, all of those things. Once I started planning the week in advance, one day at a time, I felt like I could actually sit and breathe a little bit. Um, and this really works well with a good curriculum map. Um, once you've done that work, and that's when I would usually do that work over summer so that, that my year is mapped out and I can see where I'm at and what's coming. Um, 
So having a really good curriculum map is going to really help you um, to know exactly where you're headed with planning and to be able to identify what is next in the current stage of learning in that particular subject area. So for example, Mondays I would plan my writing content for the following week. Tuesdays I would look at math. Wednesdays I would look at reading. Thursdays would be phonics and then starting to copy, prep, all of those things. Friday, all the stuff organized, prepped, planned for the next week. That's what worked for me. Number eight, get help with copying, cutting, and prepping. And this may really apply to um, the early childhood, lower elementary grades. Um, but I know even middle school and high school teachers, like I know you would love um, to enlist somebody to help you with copying or prepping whatever it is that you can hand off to somebody else. Um, so I specifically taught kindergarten. So getting help with cutting and prepping materials uh, was critical, it was huge. So another part, like I was saying, what would be to ask for help with any task that you can pass off to someone else. If it's anything that's doable by another person besides you, pass it off. Um, and real quick story here on that. Um, this, this is my perfectionism showing here. <laughs> uh, but to the start of my teaching career, I would not pass anything off to anybody else. Crazy. Like, what was I thinking? Um, <laughs> like, cutting and gluing, laminating. Like, I just wanted it to be cut a certain way and look a certain way. Um, and maybe this is why I was caught living at the school because of these things that I was doing to be a perfectionist. And it just wasn't necessary. So, end of story there. That was number eight. So you should have one through eight um, different uh, helpful survival tips. Now, let's talk how to implement these habits, okay? How do we come up with a plan for making these become habits? So my first piece of advice would be implement one of these that I just discussed for 30 days then implement another one for the next 30 days and keep adding these habits once you master the prior one. Um, another piece of advice um, I would say that works really well is scheduling these things ahead of time. Like when you're gonna fit in exercise, when you plan on prepping your writing and planning your writing for the week, the next week, write all of this down on paper because it is so refreshing. <laughs> and um, it, it's just, it feels amazing when you can actually see what you've got and you can put a check mark by what is done. And another, um, I guess, tip, helpful tip um, would be ask for help from parents or family, or maybe there's a grandparent of one of your students that's willing to do anything or help. Um, but anything, like before I said, you can hand off to somebody else, get those tedious things off your plate and let someone else help you. 
So that's the plan. Um, and if you need help um, with that specifically, I'm willing to help. Um, last two parts here. So there are book recommendations that I have for you. Um, and these are for you if you are inspired to change your habits and your ways and really get serious about, about making life-changing habits and goals. So these two are absolutely must-reads. And here's the first book title. It's called Atomic Habits. And here's the second book title. It's called 12-Week Year. Okay, both of those books, highly, highly recommend. Um, once you have built up these habits and start implementing on a consistent basis, I can promise you your week will improve and become more enjoyable. All right, and before I let you go for today's episode, if you need help with a plan, um, you need help with taking a look at your day to determine how you can implement any of these items above, um, I mentioned before where you can find me on the different platforms. Send me a DM um, and mention this podcast episode and that will help clue me in and um, I can help you that way. So have a blessed day.